0: This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve. Changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee. Stories that stick with you. You guys are audio And the first question is If you can just tell me Your childhood smell Just to get um, Oh that's a little one
1: Jesus
0: It's a Radio Milwaukee question Okay
1: I, I remember the purple uh, What's it called? Papazoso? <laughs> my mom used to mop the floor With those So that, that's a smell That always reminds me of Oh really? That's, first, yeah, that's, a, very
0: that's a very fragmented <laughs> scent Is that the same <laughs> No I, I get you? the
2: the Puerto Rican food smell My grandma was always cooking oh, All, I love all day
0: What's your favorite Puerto Rican meal?
2: That's tough All of it just no seafood i'm allergic to seafood oh
0: really yeah
2: i love all of it have you
0: ever had seafood and no. like okay so you, never I don't had, want diet, you know you never were that kid that was like let me just see how it feels like or tastes like no no okay because no, no. i'm allergic to sesame seeds me too dude i've never met someone allergic to <laughs> sesame seeds i'm allergic to all nuts all seeds <laughs> all seafood i'm sorry that I, sounds I horrible a bubble.
2: okay
0: i'm so sorry I, it's for me it's just in se- kiwi seeds but yeah well Nice to know that we have some shared struggle. (laughs) The Milwaukee Regular Series is coming to an end, where we spent an entire month discovering unknown and possibly known spots, and we spoke to regulars, individuals whose connections with those places run deep. Through candid interviews and heartwarming antidotes, we've gained a firsthand understanding of the significance these places hold and the lives of people who call Milwaukee home. And on this episode, to close off the series, we have an exclusive interview with Milwaukee's Latin urban music duo,
1: Gigonion.
0: I'm
1: Gego
2: and I'm We're Gego
0: So, what is the origin story? I know you guys were from Puerto Rico, and one of you guys was a teacher, I believe. And like, what, what's what was the inspiration of becoming musicians here in Milwaukee? All right, so, I'll
1: start off with like. Uh, older, he goes first. Uh, That's right. I was born in Puerto Rico. I was born with my fingers conjoined, these two fingers. Yeah. Um, And for that reason, my mom decided to come to Children's Hospital here in Milwaukee to get operated. But when she came, she decided to stay. Oh, So I I grew up over here in Noni. They made Noni in Puerto Rico, but he was born over here.
2: (laughs) Thanks to his fingers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then we kind of grew up on the east side of Milwaukee. Um, uh, We went to Fratney Elementary School. We went to Lincoln Center of the Arts, and he went to Mech Mech Middle Middle School. School and then we came to Riverside High School. Yeah. Riverside, you know the vibes. Yes sir, and I mean we kind of, we moved, during that time we moved from the east side to the south side, um, and kind of the south side is more where the Latino population mm-hmm. is mostly like located in here in Milwaukee, so um, we kind of had the east side, um, Noni likes to call it the east side grit, east with side the south grit. side touch, and then that's when our, our love for music, and especially, specifically reggaeton, kind of started to uh, to grow.
2: Yeah, the early 2000s were like the beginning of reggaeton music, so yeah. we kind of got to see everybody grow from the beginning, Yeah, and amazing, amazing times, what, how, how things have changed.
0: Yeah, what year was that, that you guys were like, oh, this is something that I think we can do, or was it just kind of like, you were into the music, and it turned into a hobby, and then you were like, we're serious about this?
1: So, the early reggaeton is super explicit and vulgar, Yeah. Um, and there was this one, I don't remember exactly the, the year, but we can look it up, it was uh, this album called Masterpiece by making why? That year was
2: 2006.
1: And when that album came out, our mom started playing it more because this this album specifically was more romantic. Um, and less Mm. like of that hardcore reggaeton that we were used to so (laughs) once we started hearing that kind of like that lovey-dovey reggaeton and us hearing the rhythms that kind of like sparked the interest. I don't
2: got much
0: of a tough voice so I needed something I could sing you know like something (laughs) that would hit me I don't got that gangster voice. Right I feel that you know that's really interesting to hear because we like we have the similar background where in a sense that we came from Palestine I was born there my sister was born here she's older though Um, and like our family is very musical in a sense that we are, we're lovers of music. But I remember as a kid, I didn't like Arabic music. I think I didn't want to conform to that. Uh, and then when I got older, I started like really appreciating it. Did you guys have that? Or was it just that you guys like heard it, loved the rhythm, loved the beat. And we're just like, it was part of your life
1: basically. Absolutely. So our family, um, specifically from our mom's side, our, our grandparents are a very big percussionist. And they actually perform with a lot of famous, um, percussionist for side groups. Yeah. So side was always instilled in our in our in our veins and always around us surrounding us. But I didn't really personally I didn't really have a much of a love for that music. Like you said that like, that's the type of music that our parents would listen yeah. to. We kinda wanna be like more hip and like listen to what you want to do what being heard in the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you So um <laughs> so yeah that was like in our background but eventually like once you start getting older and you like, realize what those lyrics are saying and like, you, you, you gain in love for those instruments, absolutely, I, I fell in love with it, too. Yeah. No,
2: not just that, but those guys, they had a really cool aesthetic. Like, it was so different back then. You know, gazillion chains on, little skinny 5'3 guy with gazillion chains on, just singing on high tones like Alicia Keys. Like It's amazing. I love that. So cool. So different.
0: Do you, okay, for the people like myself that I, I feel like I know some songs, but not enough, it, what would be like a starter pack top three? sounds to listen to to get into that vibe.
2: Anything Frankie Ruiz. Anything. Anything gotcha. Frankie Ruiz.
1: Yeah,
2: Hector Labor and Frankie Ruiz. Or, Hector Labore, uh, those right. are the goats. <laughs>
1: To the essentials on like Amazon uh, or Spotify or uh, okay. iTunes, and you can't go wrong with it. Well, person.
0: on our way back home, we're gonna be listening to
2: it. That's so great. And, and, if, and if you're at home, put a candle on. It's nighttime. You're not really trying to do much. You put a hibertito Santa Rosa. Bye bye.
0: We're excited. We're excited. One thing that stands out with this duo is that their music is completely clean. And just like Diego said, reggaeton is known for its energy and attitude, and that sometimes comes with explicit language. And why is the music clean?
1: So... I work with children. Okay. And I've been working with children since I was 17. And since 17 years old, like they would ask me to like uh, DJ like school dances mm-hmm. and little parties for the children. And, and they would ask me for songs. They'll request songs. They were like very explicit, which I couldn't play for them. Yeah. And I was just I amazed you. at the amount of songs. Like um, for us, you know, we're we're older, so we we can listen to those things. But once I started like actually listening to their lyrics and like looking those songs about, like, I cannot play this. For I don't true. think their parents will appreciate. Um, and it was just like. Why can't we just make music? Why can't we make music on like this being heard on the radio right or, or this cool overall and not have to, you know, cuss in every, every song? So nothing, nothing against it and it's obviously a way to express yourself, but I, I gave it, I made it a challenge for me and Noni to kind of like, hey, let's make some, some music that's fire that our friends and our age that group That's uh, definitely One of the complications of music mm-hmm. is
2: even though they're cursing, the wordplay is cool. Trying to go straight clean and having a cool wordplay
0: is not very easy. You yeah. think, oh, you're being clean, it's probably not. I've seen much more. Complicated than I get that. Is yeah. that something that you guys are uh, thinking about continuing in the future or just right now?
1: We've had that conversation um, between us. Um, I think we, so far we've been able to express what we want to in our music. Um, I don't want to hinder ourselves and say that we're never going to say bad words in our song. Yeah. Maybe there will get a point where we have um, to express something, and that's a way that we want to get it off our chest. But I do think that um, it is a, the giga we don't need touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we'll try to, to ride that out. As, 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 yeah. the
0: and you know what I really love about that, just hearing it right now, is that it's in, if you ever do cross that line or go that path, it's going to be intentional and not just because it's like it sounds cool. Like you said, it's like good wordplay. Like I love that you guys are committing to that. So it's music for everyone. It's really great. So if you could already tell, this interview wasn't done in the studio. You can hear people in the background, utensils clanking, and it's a busy environment. The location wasn't picked by accident. This place is special for Diego Nioni, and the reason why will be revealed right after the break.
1: Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting radiomilwaukee.org and joining today.
0: Describe
2: where we're at for fill it down now. Yo, we at Ugly and Gyros right now. Can y'all believe it, guys? Yes, we're by Riverside right now, <laughs> kicking it. Some yeah. Fries on the table, what a vibe right now. No Definitely one's no one's memory. eating them
0: because you guys aren't a juice cleanse, but they fit the vibe in behind As long as you can smell them, it's all yeah. matters. I also felt bad it was like let me do an interview and not getting
1: anything. Yeah. Um, the first thing we say, we, we got to get something.
0: <laughs> I feel that way sometimes when I go to boutiques or like a retail store. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, and you don't want to look like you're not going to get it. Yeah, it's like a fine line. But uh, why is this place special to you guys? We picked this location for a specific reason.
2: Um, why?
0: So at, at least for
2: me, this is where most of the serious conversations in high school ended up having. Them. We had kind of these tables, to be honest. For this one so exact? We could see when the, principals would come out on the side of the door. You can see right to coming through the
1: window. Why, why would you see the principals coming out alone? Because they were looking you for us. Why would they look for you? Because we were skipping. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> this was one of the spots. Gotta escape, y'all don't
2: gotta escape, but we
1: were yeah, this is one of the spots where um, we would come and hang out with our friends for sure. So it brings yeah. back great memories.
0: Okay. This is the shade room right here. The shade room <laughs> we love. So uh, can you guys recall the first time you skipped class to come here? Give me the feelings. Was it oh my god I'm a rebel was it nerves was like we got to turn back we can't even enjoy this meal because I'm nervous yeah fantasy like scene
1: so for me I'm a I first one. uh sorry mom uh one of the, the first time that, that it happened was really to eat to eat uh we came here and we went right back to school <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do it like the whole day like we we're going we ate I felt like I was like guilty breaking the law <laughs> and I had a friend like come open the door and we, we were able to get back in and Go back to
2: class. Or, At least for me It was like eight of us That we came here To skip together We actually had to run To the basement To the outside door Oh wow We heard the keys Coming down the stairs So we had to run The other way um, But it was just A random day We wanted to leave school And just talk about Some yeah. stuff that happened At school I've always been like The jokester Okay into, I can like, see that I'm like super cool
1: Yeah
0: I love that <laughs> yeah, Don't
1: skip school But also you gotta Live life a little And enjoy it these are stories that, that we'll have for, for the rest of our lives.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which
1: one out of you two did it first or did you guys do it together? I'm older. Okay. I'm a little older than as as oh, I came
0: Oh, left that year. He was oh. a senior and
2: he had graduated, then I came in.
0: Yeah, what's the age gap then? Is it four years <laughs> then? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Years. So you influenced your brother a little bit? I think I was a positive, if anything, I was a positive. That's awesome,
1: yeah. I love that. He's
2: a cool guy, I'm like the happy, cool nerd, funny guy, but mm-hmm. he's like the cool guy. Yeah,
1: no, you guys are both super cool. Well, it's, it's, for me, it was more, uh, also I played sports, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really be skipping, it, it, I was in the football team, baseball team, couldn't really be skipping, but it became a tradition for us, specifically for, for my team, when we were done with practice, we would come down the street as, as a team, Yeah. Almost, not everybody, but most of us, and we would come here, Yeah. and we, back then we weren't working because we were doing sports, so we would get cheese for. Fries. Were probably yeah. the cheapest thing on the menu. I love that. And that was our thing.
2: Man, we had 18 people in here like $6. We were broke. <laughs> and at some point, the guy was just like, bring us food out here and just, oh, here you guys want food. It's actually, if you guys can imagine, we're in this open place with a bunch of chairs. The guy that gave us the food is still here. Yeah, it's, it's crazy.
1: It's like a. It's like a family. They they've been here for years, and they would take care of us as well. Like sometimes we they, they knew we we only had you know for fries, and then they'll come out with like some meat for us, or yeah. it's just goodbye Even though it was like twelve o'clock, they knew we were
2: skipping. They still give us free food
0: though. So do you think you formed kind of like a relationship here? over the years? Like, do you do you know any of their names? Or, like, do you have a... a I don't know
2: you? any of their names. But this became, like, a safe space. Yeah. You know, like, you come to hang out with your friends after school, you had a special yeah. day, your girlfriend cheated on you at school, you know, something happened, you can talk it here. You can talk about
0: it here. That should be the slogan for Oakland Heroes. <laughs> got cheated on in school, bad grades, got to Oakland
1: Heroes. <laughs> yeah, we actually, we were here not too long ago and they rec- <laughs> one of them recognizes and, like, just said hi and checked That's in cool. on us. Like I said, we don't, we don't remember their name, all their names and stuff, but just yeah.
0: They, they, they know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What still- what's been each one of your favorite memories here?
1: I think for me after practice just uh just working our tail off at the on the football field super dirty stink uh, we're all stinky, smelly Um, and just coming back here like a family, it was a family Mm.
2: for
1: us, and and just coming here and just talking about school, talking about the game that we had, um, I still talk to a lot of those guys, Yeah, so it definitely became a bonding moment for us, and it it created like a family, because we still talk, and they're kind of your family now, too.
2: That's super awesome. I mean, at least for me, it was the day of our winter dance. Um, we had went to our friend's house on Holton, and then we came back here Mm -hmm. When we came back here our older teachers were here eating and like some of the people that we were in school we were here, we just had like a big old like a winter it was so back then they had like these snowflakes with like lights I would oh, nice. like a winter
0: wonderland in here, we were yeah. just kicking it out it was super cool. The
2: hours in here.
0: Yeah. So like didn't you guys consider yourself regulars here? Do you consider that title? And so what is a what does a regular mean to you? Is it when you have a regular order or is it when you've committed to the hours?
1: I think when you can walk in and they'll recognize you, even though you don't know each other's names, yeah. I think like, you know, you get the little, the hot or the head nod. Yeah. Give
0: and give you up. Doing. What's up, bro? You're like, oh, you're here again? Yeah. Your
2: once, <laughs> once faces become familiar. Yeah. I think you're a regular. Well, the guy comes on and pounds you while you're eating. That's, that's like a bad trailer. Right so, do you, what's what, what are your orders? Okay, so I can't eat much. I, I literally live in a bubble, so I eat chicken. Yeah. I, if I don't eat the Chisquab, I'll eat the Guy but but Pick it. Don't like tomatoes. Don't like onions. I'm trying to get good and green, but it's hard. It's, yeah, I got skinny now I'm chubby again. I don't know what to do. We
1: usually get cheese fries when we're You're coming right. in here, but on a good day I'll get the, the, the heroes. Yeah, for sure. In here or had an idea for a song? At we this literally we, before you guys came, we were uh, discussing. We have the studio at 10 tonight. Cool. So I was showing him. This is the first time though. I was showing him a rhythm mm-hmm. I got, and and we kind of like dro- dropped some. Uh, of of that, right yeah.
0: that is so awesome when it comes out let us know and then we'll tag this little thing I also think it'd be super cool to do a performance here one day who knows really there's a lot of history here with That's you guys a great idea, yeah um, do you guys have any other regular Milwaukee spots that like that is connected to you guys
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, had, I always remember uh I would pick up half of the south side in my car when we're driving to school and then we'll stop at pueblito foods it's right oh, over man. right by Ooh, the bridge yeah, yeah 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 um and we get like um, empanadillas like yeah man. The
0: heat now. we love you <laughs> yeah, for sure. and why do you guys think a place like this or a place that provides safety a place for its comfort is like important like why do you think that's nece- like, necessary for people
1: oh absolutely i think uh it just overall it keeps you out of the street and doing bad things, like when you said they would spend hours here. For us, like we could have left football practice and be on the street, and we got in a lot of trouble. But we chose to come here. We were welcomed by these people. Yeah, they treated us very well. They took care of us when we didn't have. A lot of money for food. The yeah. photo. They'll, they'll, you know, provide us with a little something here and there. Um, yeah, but, but just being able to to have somewhere where you can hang out without being kicked yeah. out or mm-hmm. um, treated wrongly. Or,
2: yeah. I mean, there's a lot of places that are good to eat at. You've been there, they're good. But certain places have, like, an energy mm-hmm. that you just want to stay and hang out. Like, they don't want to kick you out. They, they don't care if you stay here for two hours. Super cool. There's yeah. just a great energy in here. I love that.
0: If you could describe that energy in one word, what would it be? Uh, family. Calming. Calming family. We love that. That's what you need from a family. Calm energy. We love it. If you recall from episode one, we started off the series hearing from Raiden Walkie staff defining what they think a regular is. So it's only fitting to close off the series the same way. Dan, quick question. You heard it for. What is the criteria of a regular?
1: So I think a regular
0: is someone somewhere you're recognized, right? Like where... You walk in, and I think it, it a true trademark of being regular is when, like, the employees know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, when you can walk to the counter, if it's a, an eating establishment or a, whatever, drinking establishment, and they, like, know yeah. your order. Um, for me personally, like, it's a dream of mine to, like, have... Like a deli sandwich named after me, you know, like to to go and like have something that's such a staple, like that the employees know so well. Um, My idea of a regular is that they know my name when I walk in. I'm recognized. I'm told little tidbits that maybe Uh, nobody else has heard before or knows, or maybe they have, but then I feel like I'm included in the conversation. So bring into the group somehow, with. Mostly with conversation. I love that. A community of family. Do you have a spot that you would like to share where you're regular at? Or do you want to keep that secret? Well, I used to be a long-term volunteer for Radio Milwaukee. Oh. And this place was my regular place. Oh, my God. I'm a regular. So I, I know the criteria. The criteria is you show up. You order the same thing. Your people know when you come in, when they see you walking in, they have your drink ready. They've already put in your order. They know exactly what you want. You tip them well because they pay attention. And when something new comes in that they know you'll like, they already have it ready for you to try. Thank you for tuning in to our Milwaukee regular series. Next week, we will meet Tiffany Miller, a true Milwaukee creative who runs the Bronzeville Collective and is a poet. And we get to see Bronzeville through her eyes. This is your host, Saddam Pothayyad. Thank you to Nate Emig, our executive producer. Kiri Salinas, our audio production manager. Brett Krasgowski is our web editor. Thank you to our marketing team led by Sarah Lahr. Graphics and our wonderful logo is made by Erin Bagata. Our community engagement coordinator is Mallory Wallace. And Dan Reiner handles our social media accounts. And a big, big thank you to our city-loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast podcast. podcast and tune in next week for the next episode of Uniquely Milwaukee.